Hey guys, welcome to the shit show of my 20s. On this episode, I got to interview Hannah and Christina, and it was my first time interviewing two people at the same time. I had so much fun talking with them. It's so incredible to see their friendship and how they were able to start this company together. They created Julia Swim, which is a sustainable, eco-friendly swimwear line. It's these beautiful bikinis created out of recycled materials. We talk about their journey, creating their business, why it's so important for them to be a sustainable brand, tips to be more sustainable in our everyday life, and what it's like to work with your best friend. So I hope you guys enjoy listening. So thank you so much, Hannah and Christina, for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you guys and learning more about your guys' story. I'd like to start at the beginning. Tell me, guys, tell me about what your story is and what your journeys look like so far. Well, thank you so much for having us. We're really excited. Um, Hannah and I met a long time ago when we were younger, riding horses together. And we weren't in the same friend group, but we had a lot of mutual friends. Ended up just needing to split a hotel room with somebody. And so that's how we kind of became instant friends. Um, Fast forward, we both quit horseback riding around the same time. And... I started working as a dive master on a dive boat in West Palm Beach, Florida. And I begged Hannah to come down and get dive certified because I knew she'd love it. So that's when she fell in love with the ocean. And the two of us have just grown together since from riding to making a huge life change, right? Right kind of when we left high school to college area and it kind of expanded our friendship that much more. I think also like when we both left such one drastic world and entered another, we were kind of in a shift of our friend groups as well. And I think that also created a stronger bond because we were the only two people out of both friend groups experiencing the same things of this transition, this shift the mindset shift and I think we were really lucky to be able to share that experience and share those same thoughts and feelings and thoughts to everything that was happening in the world and what is happening and we've really only had each other to go through everything so um, it's been a really great bonding experience and I don't think I'd want to do it with anyone else. And tell me what was it about diving that made you guys like decide I need to start diving? I think growing up in in South Florida, being right on the water, um, we don't get a lot of waves here. So <laughs> the surfing world, I mean, there is surfing definitely, but it's not as big where we live. So I didn't grow up surfing, but Hannah surfs a little bit. And um, my father and older brother used to scuba dive all the time, but I was always too young to do it with them. And... I was spending a summer here in Florida, which I rarely ever did because of horseback riding. And I decided to kind of push myself because I only hung out with the same people I knew, did the same things all the time. And I was like, you know what? I need to break out and really meet some new people and try some new things. So I signed up for a class. I didn't know anybody walking into it. And I made some of my best friends now that I have. So I was really happy I did it. And I think for me, I, uh, my family, we grew up on the beach in uh, Lighthouse Point, Florida. So 
I was able to, you know, a lot of my earliest childhood memories were right out on the beach, and my family was huge into the fishing industry. <laughs> Sorry, that was my dog. It's okay. <laughs> my, my family was huge into the fishing world, so I grew up Bermuda, Bahamas, spent a lot of time with my dad who did fishing tournaments, so I kind of had a different view and insight into the ocean going into things. Um, I had a really big respect for the bigger fish, the bigger animals. My dad has records with marlin and stuff like that. So I have photos of tiny little me next to the thousand pound fish. So that's kind of a cool way to grow up and you see the deepest, biggest creatures that the ocean has to offer. And now I get to see kind of the other side of it and more of the beauty of it and the underneath side of it. So um, I think for me, it's been like a deep passion that I've always had. And it was more of a spark and a fire that teeny lit back inside of me, which was pretty cool. <laughs> And I want to go a little bit into your guys' friendship. So maybe tell me one thing that you love about the other person. One trait or a couple traits that you love about the other person. I think my favorite thing is when Teeny and I dive. So since she has, since she's a dive master and has that dive master persona where she's always um safety first safety first she always she always (laughs) is responsible in the water for whoever else is in the water with her so we'll be diving and like any two like two minutes go by and she's like good like are you okay and her like every two minutes she's always checking on me always making sure i'm okay and it was i remember my first dive with her that one an instructor she was like would not leave my side she's like you okay? You okay? Like, would not leave me alone. I think finally we've gotten to a point where she lets me swim off on my own now, and um, it's kind of cute. I like it a lot. <laughs> you gotta watch her though. That sense of direction underwater. We're still working on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that Hannah has an amazing drive. Like just working. She. Stop it. She wakes up every morning at the crack of dawn and just <laughs> is so driven on her schedule of that day. I mean, she she loves to-do lists. She sends me my to-do lists for the day, so that's really nice. She keeps me organized because I'm not as organized as she is. Um, yeah, she just, she really encourages people around her to be more driven in whatever they're doing, just to watch her work and watch her mind kind of process things it's really encouraging so it's nice to live with her and be friends with her because she pushes everyone around her to be a better person stop it my head girl over here (laughs) (laughs) and tell me about your guys's journey to creating your own business what was that like what was the process like been a wild journey for sure um i think we both learned a lot about ourselves and each other and kind of the people we want to be when we're older and the direction we want our lives to go in. And um, like we said earlier, like small changes make a big difference. And I think that's what living together we've been able to do is they encourage each other to create small changes, to try new things. Uh, Recently, one of our friends who also is one of our Julia models and babe, she moved in with us and she's completely vegan so she started cooking for us and now we only um eat what we catch so we only eat the fish that we spear ourselves to be as sustainable as possible other than that we don't eat any meat um 
and we've implemented other things in our household. We've used new methods for paper towels and just little things, little small changes around the house that have really made a huge difference in the amount of waste and um, byproduct we create, which is really cool, I think. And tell me, why is sustainability, why is it so important to you guys? Um, it's pretty much the reason we started Julia was to be able to make a difference ourselves. And through the process of starting the company, starting a bikini company, we realized that, yes, we want to make a difference, but there's so many people in the world that maybe they don't have access to being able to go to the ocean every day or see what's going on in the ocean every day. And um, we wanted to make an easy product that everyone loves, super comfortable, and also you're making a difference just by purchasing it. So you purchase a bikini and it doesn't feel like you're making a big change, but if tons of people purchase a bikini that's been made out of recycled materials, then that creates a big difference. So any small changes you can make in your day-to-day life can impact um, our oceans, not only our oceans, but the planet. Um, Like we said, we've discovered other products just by being curious about sustainability. So we would love it if someone, even if they didn't buy a bikini from us, they just found out that, oh, bikinis can be eco-friendly. I wonder what other products out there can be eco-friendly. And that kind of starts the thought process and gets them thinking about what changes they can make in their own lives. And how did you guys come up with the name for your business? <laughs> it was a long process. <laughs> it was a really long process. That was probably the hardest part. <laughs> um, I think the we we tried to find something that both called to us, I guess. And I think that's what took the longest to find a name. We didn't want to just, you know, name it anything that we wanted something that kind of gave us a purpose. And, the, the meaning behind Julia is actually Turkish for daydream. And our, we're living our daydream of cleaning the ocean every day and creating a cleaner, more stable ocean. Um, it's a reminder, the name exactly is a reminder of what we want to do and what we stand for, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we can get it, but. Yeah, so yeah, that's what the name means. It means a daydream. Um, daydream. You can also be a part of it. Anybody can be a part of it. And um, it really sat with both of us really well. We sat on the name for a while. We didn't want to make any um, fast decisions on it. And luckily, no one else was using it. So, because <laughs> that was also a big issue. We would find a name we liked, and then we would do tons of searches, and somebody was already using it. So, we were excited when we finally both settled on that kind of seemed like all the stars fell into place and everything just worked out and it felt right. And what was the process like creating your line? Like how long did it take to develop it? What did it look like? How were you guys building this? Um, We, like I said before, we both dive and free dive. We're very active in the water. Um, So we wanted to make a swimsuit that could work for anybody really, depending if you want to go just lay out at the beach, lay out by your pool, if you want to go dive in it or free dive in it, anybody can kind of use it. So we started it 
designing it off that idea where we wanted everything to sit kind of flush to your skin so that if you did wear a wetsuit on top of it, it wasn't going to rub you and bother you. But then we also wanted them to be cute enough to be able to wear to the pool or by the beach and stuff like that. So we both just went back and forth on different design ideas. And then we would get samples made, test them out. We would take, we would wear them scuba diving. We would wear them wakeboarding. We would go free diving in them. Um, pass them around to all of our friends, get input on changes or things they didn't like, things they did like. And then as the process went on, we kind of refined it to what we have out now on the website. So we're really happy with the product. Uh, we wear them every day. <laughs> They're super comfortable and um, everyone seems to really enjoy them. And so you make your bikinis out of recycled materials. How do you get the recycled materials and how do you like make it into a bikini? I'm like confused by that whole concept. So our fabric is actually right now it's from a company called in Italy and they through organizations like Sea Shepherd and other conservation organizations that do outreach programs like um, whale wars and stuff like that. They collect the debris while they're out on our boats, and they bring it back, and they give them to the, the factories in Italy. And they have all the machines and the um, the scientific processes of breaking it down and cutting it and breaking down the fibers and spinning the fibers back into a renewable fabric. Um, yeah, so then they make the fabric themselves. It, it's made in Italy and we purchased the fabric. So we don't actually make our own fabric. Um, we don't have the ability to do that, but luckily a different company does. So we purchased their fabric. And then um, out of that, it's just made into a bikini like normal. I mean, patterns are cut and sewed together. We use a, man we use a manufacturer. We don't make the bikinis ourselves. Um, we use a very small manufacturer that they are themselves programmers. They try to use as little water as possible in all the different processes. They give health insurance to all their employees. Um, that was really important to us that we were not only going to get a good product, but we want everyone along the way that's part of it to benefit from it as well. So through working with them, we came up with the idea after our first line, we had a lot of leftover fabric that we had purchased and Hannah and I decided that we needed to use that. We couldn't just throw it away because that wasn't in our mission at all. So we started making all of our hanged tags out of the recycled um, fabric that we had leftover. We made hair scrunchies, um, headbands, little um, drawstring bags that you can put your bikini in or even other stuff like I use mine for wet bikinis or even as just like a makeup travel bag and anything you can use them for so that process has been fun too and tell me what's that dynamic like working with your best friend <laughs> it's it has its ups and downs that's for sure but um definitely more ups than downs I think we have a greater respect for each other where if something's bothering us or um, like we just have this idea where we're completely and fully open and honest with each other 
if she does something that bothers me, I tell her I'm straight up with her and to create, so we don't create problems, but at the same time, like, we also, we live together, so we are able to know how each other, we work and how we act and how our mood is are, and if I'm upset, she can kind of tell and she'll take some of the pressure and work off me and vice versa, and I mean, living together, we know what's going on in each other's lives 24-7, so we can kind of gauge and I think a big thing of working always like work with your friends it's never gonna work out well but the thing that Hannah and I have made really important is that when we're working we're working but when we're not working we're friends so it's not like every minute of the day is work for the two of us we definitely make time to just hang out with friends and then when we're working, we take more of a serious approach to it. We both sit down together to get things done. But it's not, we really try to separate our time, if that makes sense to you. So do you guys create boundaries? So like this time, this time we're going to talk about our business and this time to this time. We're... I think it's kind of a interesting dynamic in that sense where we live together so like it will be 10 o'clock at night and I'll be getting ready for bed and I'll have an idea and I'll run downstairs and I'll bust her door open and jump in bed and be like I have an idea or and I'll be like Hannah it's 10 o'clock at night write it down and let me know in the morning <laughs> or there'll be like moments where she comes upstairs in her room and she'll just sit down and be like all right guys I have an idea I'll say anything and just sit down at our dining room table while everybody else is doing other work and she'll be like, listen to this. And so I think it's kind of a sense where we'll be doing other things and we can just jump into Julia and we jump back into whatever else we were doing. But at the same time, like, we know that we have other things going on in our lives and we have to respect that. And there's time and a place for work and play and kind of when we're diving and out on the boat and having fun we try not to you know bring too much work into it like we'll discuss ideas because that's where our passions are inspired and sparked or when we're diving and in the ocean but we kind of know them pocket them and we'll discover them later type of thing i think yeah and then the whole quarantine has really put us to a test (laughs) (laughs) no escaping the household so um but it works out. I mean, our, it's just like having a roommate. I mean, everyone has their own limits and boundaries. I am a grandma and go to bed early. And, <laughs> and Hannah likes to stay up later. So just these silly things like that, we've both kind of figured each other out. And she knows that when I'm tired, I just go to bed. If not, I'm going to be really grumpy. So she leaves me alone. And <laughs> just, it's been fun. And what's your guys' marketing strategy like? Do you guys use influencers? Do you guys use Instagram ads? What do you guys do? People who believe in what we're doing and what we stand for and our passions, which I think has been really cool. Um, Pretty much all of our photographers and models are our friends and people who um, just really believe in us and believe in what we stand for and our mission. And I think that's been something really, really cool and exciting that we've been able to experience and the love and support from everybody in the diving and free diving community has been 
honestly overwhelmingly beautiful and incredible. Um, I don't know if you have anything to add. Yeah, that's pretty good. But so we have made kind of a little community for ourselves with like-minded people. They share our passion, really encourage us. Um, A lot of people like to help each other out. And our biggest challenge and what we want to do is kind of educate those people that we can't reach through sharing our passion because not everybody has the passion we have for the ocean and we understand that and that's totally fine but we want them to be aware of what's going on as well so those are the people we're really trying to reach and educate not only push a project product but really educate them on what's going on as well and when you guys were first releasing your line did you like advertise your line before it was actually out there did you wait until your line was fully together and then start advertising it we kind of really kept it a secret for a while from like our friends and family it was kind of something we we wanted to just work on and prove to everybody that we could do it without anyone else's help and we started the instagram page before we launched the product and christina went on a dive to tiger beach and took some photos with um Colin, one of our photographers, and um, that was kind of like our start of our imagery, and we used those photos at first and started growing the Instagram, and it grew really quickly at first, and um, we grew it to be about, till we had a nice base to launch the swimsuits, and till we had the product and the bathing suits, like, perfectly defined and perfected, and um, I think we launched the suits, like, May 20th or something of last year, so we're coming up on our one year of that so that's pretty exciting for us but um yeah it's been a wild ride and is there anything you wish you would have known before you started your business um I think a lot of things (laughs) 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 But, but that comes from learning and growing and you have to realize that yes you're gonna make mistakes everybody does um there's not a single person that hasn't made mistakes in what they want to do and what they want to accomplish. So going through it, I think it's made us stronger, not knowing some things and um, just learning on being able to stick to what we believe in and keep pushing forward. And yeah, maybe something didn't work out the way we planned it, but there's always another option. So when you do get setbacks, you can't let, let it set you back that far. You have to acknowledge it, know what happened, learn how to avoid it the next time and just make it push you that much further. And do you guys have any struggles building a business at such a young age? Yeah, there's definitely struggles. Um, I definitely think one of the biggest things is we're young. Not a lot of people want to believe in younger generations and um especially the sustainability side of it it took a while to convince i mean even convince our own family that this is something that it's precedented and it's important and it's going to continue to be a a movement that isn't going to stop it's going to continue to grow with force behind it with the younger generations and um i think after we once we did that i think we felt like we could do anything at that point um Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's struggles in anything with starting a company. Um, I think, I think 
not only being young, just have people take you seriously and stuff. In your early 20s, you're trying to figure out a lot of things at one time. Um, so not only were we trying to start a company, we were trying to figure out like relationships and friendships and moving and starting to pay some pretty big bills on our own. <laughs> so it's a lot to take in at a young age, but I feel like it's one of the best times to do it because if not now, then when, you know what I mean? Like you just have to push yourself. If there's something you really want to do, go for it. And I'd love to talk a bit about negative comments um, and how you guys use them and your tips for maybe anyone who's dealing with maybe like an unsupportive family member or something of the sorts. I think um, my father's older, so he's 83. So this whole plastic movement, all of this stuff, like using a water bottle to him, it's completely foreign like I bought him a hydro flask and he was like what is this I was like this is your first being sustainable dad and he was like okay so I but I think um just being persistent don't ever stop believing in what you're passionate about and what you stand for always 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 stand up for what you believe in because if you keep creating what you believe in eventually they're going to give in and be like all right if they aren't stopping talking about this then I'm going to have to listen at some point and just kind of give it a point to where they can't not listen to you and don't ever give up on what you believe in yeah I think negative negative comments and it's easy to say don't let them bother you but you you don't ever know what it feels like to get them and coming from people you don't know that for me doesn't bother me as much because I'm like they don't know who I am they don't know what I'm trying to do stuff like that so but when it comes from like you said a family member or somebody you do know or maybe somebody that you might not know but you know is has is respected in some field or something like that then it you take it a little closer to the heart and you just have to use it as kind of fuel like coming up from an athletic background and always playing sports. Um, every time somebody told me I couldn't do something, that was my main mission in life to prove them wrong. So I don't, I think we're not as serious about it. We're not like, Oh, I'm going to prove this single person wrong, but I kind of just take it into the back of my mind and say like, Oh, okay. That's a negative comment. And it doesn't really impact us that much because this is what we're doing. And we have, way more people giving us supportive comments and you just have to keep going forward from it. Take it as fuel and keep heading in the direction you want to go. And say when you're finding a business partner or like someone to start a, a business with, do you feel like it's more do you feel like it's a better idea to find a business partner, someone who complements your strengths and weaknesses or try to do a business on your own or maybe some things that you guys experience that you noticed um, benefits from doing a business together? I think that it depends a lot on the individual. Um, I know that I didn't want to go in it alone. Mm -hmm. I just like, wanted to have somebody that shared that passion with me and really could play off like 
I know what my weaknesses are. I know what my strengths are and have somebody to help me with those kinds of things. And with Hannah, luckily we've been friends for such a long time. It was easy to find somebody to do something with. And we both shared the same passion, had the same goals and are able to push each other as well. Um, I feel like having a business partner helps you, helps motivate you because there's somebody else keeping you in check because it's easy to say, oh, I'll do that next week or I don't really feel like doing that right now. But when you know somebody else knows what you're supposed to be doing or has the same um, passion for what you're doing, you want to also help that person out. So yeah, you might be not motivated to do something, but you know it that they're going to be on your case about it as well. So it's really helpful in growing as individuals and together. And what, ha I know you guys are like early in your twenties, but like what have your twenties been like so far? Oh, um, <laughs> definitely um, quite a wild ride. When I turned 20, I was still riding horses and, um, I was still, my mindset was still, like, wanting to ride for the U.S. as before 2020 and go to Nations Cups and be a U.S. team member, and that was kind of my mindset and my focus, and all of a sudden, I realized, I was like, I don't want to ride for the rest of my life, and my entire life shifted to focusing on school and focusing on Julia, and it was kind of a big shift in a mindset change for me, and um, and I think that's where like the ocean came in for me as a comfort zone and it gave me that release I used to get riding, just being out in the field, galloping on a horse, like that mental release of just being free and being myself and having that space. Um, I got that with the ocean and I think that's kind of where I fell in love with it so hard and that's kind of where it pushed me to there. Yeah, my life changed a lot too in my early 20s. I grew up doing the same thing all the time and um I feel like when I turned 20 I got the sense of control of my own life a lot of it was what I grew up doing because that's what my family did or I had the same interests as my family we always did the same things and I felt right around when I was turning 20 or right after I um really started to think about what I wanted to do, not what the people around me were doing. And it took a while to work up the courage to decide that I wanted to do something different with my life because it's the unknown. You don't know anybody in that field or you don't know anybody going into it, but um, change is good. I think change is great. Um, you have to try things. If not, you never know if, if you're going to like them or not. And I didn't want to live the rest of my life thinking, oh, what if I took that chance when I was 20 and I could have had a totally different lifestyle or experience. So I think my 20s for me have been all about um, really pushing for what I believe in and, and challenging myself as a person to really reach out there and push myself out of my comfort zone and try new things. I also think that like, Together, our journey in our 20s has um, pushed us to be more adventurous. Mm -hmm. um, the riding world puts you in such a, a bubble, like, this is what you do. You do what your trainer says, X, Y, Z, you train, you ride, and that's your life. But 
in this diving world, like we've been presented with opportunities and trips and experiences and speaking experiences. I mean, things that her and I never would have even expected to be a part of has happened and been presented to us. And I think um, a lot of being in your 20s is saying yes, saying yes to everything that is presented to you because the avenues and roads that open up um, on the other side are pretty, pretty cool. And yeah, I would just keep saying, say yes in your 20s. And if you guys could go back in time and talk to your 20-year-old self, what advice would you give her? Um, ooh, that's a good one. Because that, that's only four years ago for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Two years ago for me. Um, I think I would say don't worry so much. I feel like when I turned 20, I was like scared of the future. I was scared because I didn't know where I was going to be. I was in that position of wanting to change my lifestyle and um, career and everything. And I was just so stressed out about it. What if it doesn't work out? What if I'm, my parents are going to say, I told you so, or <laughs> things like that. So I would say definitely don't worry as much and just believe in yourself and have fun. I mean, everybody wants to be happy. So that's my life motto. Just be happy and have fun. Um, I think if I, looking back two years ago, I think I would have told myself to just trust the process, trust what life is to offer for you and just actually take a step back and enjoy the things that are happening around you and to you because life happens to you, not for you. And, um, I think I would have told myself to just, you know, like open your eyes and enjoy the experience because it's not going to last forever. And the moments that bring you bliss and joy are the moments that you'd be chasing and um, chasing after for your entire life. And I think I finally realized that now and now that's what I'm doing. But I think two years ago, I wouldn't have realized that. But I think things would have been a lot different. Everything happens for a reason. It's a journey. And what is something lighting you up right now? It doesn't have to deal with your business. It could be just anything that's lighting you up. Hmm. I, I think personally, all the time that we've had together, just her and I in the water, um, we're lucky that here in Florida, they're allowing us to go out for essential purposes, like collecting fish and fishing and diving and spearfishing. So we've had a lot of time to spearfish and, um, learning about our own skills and capabilities and learning about each other's skills and capabilities and how hard to push each other and when to push each other and when to back off. And, um, I think just being in the ocean and finding that passion for what draw drew us to it two years ago, drew us to being in the ocean and just wanting to start this company. And, um, we've had a lot of time to like reflect and understand and see how far we've come. And, um, I think honestly the quarantine has been a light for me and being able to reconnect with my values and my virtues and stay grounded in this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the queen. Yeah, the beginning was definitely difficult. Um, we travel all the time. We're so used to just being on the go, being on the move, and we're lucky to live where we do live in South Florida. And, but we always seem to be traveling somewhere else. We go to the Bahamas or we go just anywhere. And we've kind of been discovering 
like new places in Florida to go. We have beautiful natural freshwater springs here that we've been diving in. We have the ocean in the backyard, not actually, but across a couple streets down, you know. <laughs> um, and I've started to fall in love with um, free diving, which is like holding your breath and diving down. Um, it, I think growing up as an athlete a bit and losing that competitive side when I quit riding was difficult for me, but now finding being able to like push myself to get better and have goals in something other than like my career, my business or personal, it's just something small for me to be able to enjoy and push myself in has really helped me mentally. And what's something that you're currently learning right now? For me, so like she said, we've been doing a lot of free diving, and it's a lot of learning about your body and learning about how your body reacts and what your body's really capable of. And I've been having a lot of ear problems with equalization, and um, it's kind of started to become like a mental game for me, and I was starting to get a little discouraged by it. And being able to dive with all my friends who are so incredible and so good at free diving, they jump in the water and they hit 60, 70 feet, no problem on their first go. And I'm like, I can't even get to 10 feet because of my ears. So um, I think it's been a lot learning to trust myself and learning to realize I have a, I'm capable of a lot more than I realize. And that some days things aren't going to work out for myself and I can't let myself get frustrated with that. So I've learned a lot about myself and learning a lot about myself continuously through free diving, for sure. I think that's a really good point. Um, being kind of trapped at home and taking a step back from everything, you can't help but to be in your own mind about things and um, just thinking of every which scenario you have. So I think during this time, I've definitely taken an opportunity to really dive deep into why I started doing what I was doing, where I wanted to end up, where I wanted to be, how to get there, and just listening to myself. I mean, balancing everything has been quite difficult. I live here with Hannah and a couple other friends we have, and um, I have a boyfriend who lives about an hour away, so we commute to each other. and running the business so learning how to balance all different types of relationships and everything has been interesting to say the least I used to just be always on the go so I didn't think about that different timings and things like that but I've really learned how to make time for different things that I really want to do and are there any questions that you wish I would have asked you I don't know. That's, <laughs> I think you covered a lot of it. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for doing this. Where can people connect with you? Um, you guys can, people can find us. Uh, our website is www.hulya.com or swim.com H-U-L-Y-A-S-W-I-M.com. Um, our Instagram is the same, Polia Swim. 
you can follow us on our personal social medias. Mine's Hannah S. Patton. Um, just my first and last name with an S between it. And same with Christina's. Hers is Christina Firestone. Um, we share a lot of like behind the scenes things that we do and kind of how we live our day to day lives as young entrepreneurs. So it's kind of a fun, interesting journey to follow us. I think, in my opinion. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'd love if you can leave me a review on iTunes. Please feel free to share it with any friends you think the story would resonate with. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.